happy Sabbath again, uh, and thank you for coming. And uh, I'm very thankful for the church and Brother Gregory and Jordan and his friend to make it happen. And as you know, we lived in Plymouth, so I see a lot of familiar faces. And thank you for coming today. So last time, when we were here, when I was here with you, we talked about the river of the living water. Is that correct? We talked about living water. I was to come here on the 14th, and then uh, uh, Brother Gregory called me and said, come early, because we are going to talk about Brexit. Yeah? So not for the few, but for the many. But for every sinner, Christ Jesus came. Not for the few righteous people, but for every one of us. So we don't know what will happen next Sabbath. So we'll pray to God so that God will give the leaders and the people who decide what should happen to us. So last time we talked about living water. So this morning we want to talk about people who take the living water and eat the fruits of the tree of life, even while we are here, okay? It means Jesus Christ is already living in each one of you, and then people who see you will actually Jesus, see Jesus. People who hear you will feel that you are representing Jesus. We are the loudspeakers, and the person who talks will be the Lord Jesus Christ. So if we were drinking the living water on a daily basis, we will become like Jesus. We will do good to everyone, particularly to the people who cannot give back the goodies. And we have to, especially to the baddies and our enemies, because who wants to love them? Who has told us to love your enemies? I want you to say, who asked you to love your enemies? Jesus Christ. Okay? I want uh, a lot of participation from the members. So, Jordan, if you can volunteer, uh, when I take the Bible verse, uh, whoever raises the hand can get the mic and read the Bible verse loudly. Will that be okay? Okay? I'm only going to ask 10 verses, so 10 people can read, 10 different people. Then we will learn how Jesus Christ is going to live in us. Okay? When Jesus Christ comes to you, what happens? Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. When we were baptized, we died in Christ. When we came out of the water, 
we became alive in Christ. So we are all new creations. So we just read in Psalms chapter 1, a person who is having the roots in the living water will be a different person. He is like a tree planted by streams of water, living streams of water, which yields its fruit in season and whose leaf does not wither. Whatever he does prospers. So, who we will be like? We'll be like Jesus. We'll have compassion. So, if you can give the microphone to one person who can read Matthew 9.36. Matthew, if you put up your hand, um, Jordan will give you the microphone or his friend. Matthew 9.36. Any... Anybody wants to read Matthew 9? I'll give you next, uh, sister. Matthew 9:36. Yes. But when he saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion on them because they fainted and were scattered abroad as sheep having no shepherd. Okay. So Jesus Christ, when he saw the people, um, he had compassion on them. He felt they were without a shepherd. So he became a shepherd for the many. Another character of Christ living in us, we will be the ultimate servant. So if you can read Mark 10.45, sister, the sister in the last bench. Yeah, if you can go. Go to the end. Mark 10.45. So we are going to become the ultimate servant for everybody. Mark 10.45. For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve others and to give his life as a ransom for many. Thank you, sister. So Jesus Christ himself came to be a servant. He wanted us to be a servant or even a slave, right? So for the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve. So we are going to have compassion. We are going to be everybody's servant. And we will forgive everyone without hesitation, as many times as they want. So before coming to the church, we will go and mend our ways. Before the sun sets, We'll go and fix our problems and then come to the church. So if a third person can read Luke 23:34, Luke, one more person to read Luke 23:34. Thank you, brother. Verse 34. Then Jesus says, "Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they do." And they divided his garments and cast lots. So, Jesus Christ prayed for the people who killed him. And we will be like Jesus Christ. We can stand any criticism and never be resentful. So, I know a friend who, whom I have known almost since my memory started. So, this person was asked where he worked to go 
and check if the toilet rolls are sufficient. So what he did, he went and cleaned the entire toilet. So the people who work with him thought something is wrong with this man. He must be crazy. So that's what Jesus Christ wants you to do. He wants you to be crazy, be a slave, be a servant. Then only we will be committed Christians. And we will pray without ceasing. We will pray all the time. We will be gentle. We will be extremely patient. Even though we have problems, we are tired and emotionally burnt, we will still say thanks to God. Because we receive power when the Holy Spirit has come in us. So we will be keeping the composure and respond appropriately, appropriately to everyone and in every situation. So recently I went to consult a physiotherapist. And while he was um, talking to me about my problems, suddenly my phone went off. My phone doesn't ring anytime. It's because it suddenly rang, I thought, I'll take it and um, tell the person I'll call later. So I just took it and pressed the button. I had a big voice. No phone during the consultation. <laughs> I really shivered and told this man, I'm terribly sorry. I did it automatically. I'm sure many of us have done it. So we will keep the composure and respond appropriately, appropriately to everyone and every situation. So we don't take defense or offense of what that man told me because he's the consultant. So we will deny ourselves and take up the cross daily. If anyone wants to follow after me, let him deny himself. Take up his cross daily and follow me. We will Trust and obey God and all the time, even when we are confused. The world will hate us without any reason. Because they did the same thing to Jesus Christ. They all loved Jesus Christ because he was healing, he was um, waking up people from death. But they didn't remember all those things. They killed him just because he told the truth that he is the son of God. In the last days, that is 2020, maybe tomorrow, maybe today, we all have to become children of God. So we must be unselfish. We must not love money. Is there anybody who does not love money here? We're all interested in money. Desire of money is what? Yes, thank you, brother. Again, we must never brag about ourselves, material things. We must not be proud. We must be proud only about God. We must never say ever evil things against others. Children, can you remember this? We must never say anything bad about anybody. Only then you become a child of God. No gossiping, no bad-mouthing. We must always be thankful to God and the people. We must forgive always and say, 
only good things about others. We should never be cruel to people, to animal, anybody. When they see you, they should see Jesus. Did Jesus ever lose his cool when he was preaching for three and a half years? Did Jesus lose his cool when Pharisees made a mistake or people questioned him, who are you, you are not? He only answered them. Even when Peter took off the ear of the servant of the chief priest, what did Jesus do? He put back the ear and healed it. And then he said something very important. No more. No more of this. So he didn't want anybody to get offended and kill or attack people. So we must love what is good. We must control ourselves. We must never turn against our family or friends. We must always think and act only good things. We must be humble. Paul says we are the rubbish of people, apostles, who will be one of the 12 people. So I'm not sure about Paul, but other 12. So he mentions, we must be, Peter says as well, that we must be humble and servants. We must sincerely love God. If you love God, we will love God's people. And that is what we are learning in this quarterly. We have to love people who don't have anything, who will not give you back. And he wants us to invite people who cannot afford to come for dinner, right? We must not love pleasure. We must understand the truth fully. Our thinking must be clear. I'm reading from the Bible. Remember this. There will be many trouble in the last days. In those times, people will love only themselves and money. They will brag and be proud. They will say evil things against others. They will not obey their parents. People will not be thankful or be kind as God wants us to be. They will not have love for others. They will refuse to forgive and will speak bad things. They will not control themselves. They will be cruel and will hate what is good. In the last days, people will turn against their friends. They will do foolish things without thinking. They will be conceited and proud. They will love pleasure. They will not love God. They will continue to act as if they serve God, but they don't. They will not be successful in what they do. Everyone will come to know later that they are foolish. So when we believe in Jesus and accept him into our hearts, his Holy Spirit begins to live in us. God our Father will love us. As we learn to live away from this sinful self-nature and allow Holy Spirit to come in us, we will be able to realize the fruit of the spirit of our lives. And the greater the fruits come in us and become alive, the more love, patience, and gentleness will come through us, and kindness. 
we will get energized by the Holy Spirit. We will pass the light to others. We will pass the rivers of water to others. That is what Jesus Christ said. The living water will flow from us. So can we read the fourth person, please? Fourth person, I, I want the fourth person from that section, please. Galatians 5, 22. Any young volunteer? Young in spirit? Galatians 5, 22, 23. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith. Uh, I think, can you continue to read the next verse? Please. Meekness, temperance, against such there is no law. And they that are Christ have crucified the flesh with their affections and lust. Thank you. So the fruit of the Spirit that will come in us when Christ lives in us. So we'll go through this one thing. When we go to restaurant, we always seem to order the same thing because that's our favorite food, right? Children, we want McChicken or something like that. They always order the same thing. We never get bored because it is our favorite. So I think we should never get bored to read this and talk about the fruits of the Spirit, okay? So... As we grow in Christ, all these fruits will come in us. And uh, we have to work like a successful gardener, battle against problems, weeds, so that the Holy Spirit comes in us and gives its fruit. Okay? We can say no to sin and accept the way out. God faithfully provides by following the Spirit's leading. So, one more person, maybe from that side, please. Uh, 1 Corinthians 10, 13. From the, I don't know what you call it. To my right side. Anybody can read? 1 Corinthians 10, 13. Yes, sorry. 1 Corinthians 10, 13. Yes. There has been no temptation. There has been no temptation taken you, but such as is common to man. But God is faithful, who, who will not suffer you to be tempted above that which we are able, but with the temptation also make a way to escape that we may be able to bear it. Great. So we are going, thank you, sister, we are going to mirror Jesus Christ when Christ comes in to live with us. So what is the goal of God for his children? Um, somebody from this area, can you read Romans 8.29? Romans 8.29.
Take your time. Romans 8, 29. Romans 8, 29. Nobody is willing to read from here? You're not given the microphone? Give, give to somebody there. Romans 8, 29. Yeah, thank you, brother. Romans 8, 29. Yes. For whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Okay. So God has his only son. Then his only son will come into us. So eventually we will become God's children. So what about people who don't have Christ in them? So they will have all kinds of worldly things, okay? They will have sexual immorality, impurity, wild living, worshipping false gods, doing witchcraft, hating, making trouble, being jealous, being angry, being selfish, making people angry with each other, causing divisions among people, having envy, being drunk, attending wild and wasteful parties and doing other things like this. I warn you now, not me. The Bible says, I warn you now, as I warned you before, people who do those things will not be in the kingdom of God. What is our goal here? To become children of God and get a visa to enter heaven. When Jesus Christ comes, we want to be there so that he will say, okay, come on, my friend, and he will recommend and say witness to his father. Okay? So we need to have spirit's fruit and absence of sin control in our lives. Okay? So we just said love is a biblical choice. It is not a feeling. It is dependent on the giver's character, not emotion. And we did a whole quarter last year that if somebody is a vegetarian or a man who eats non-vegetarian, he will give up his non-vegetarian because the elder will make sure that the new believer is not disturbed. To take away the stumbling block, the older person will start keeping to the vegetarian food. Okay. So rather than risking the possibility of causing the immature Christian to question and stumble, the mature believer will not exercise his freedom out of love for his brother. Okay, can anybody read from this group, please? Um, Philippians 2, 1, 2, 3. So I'll call this group 3, okay? Philippians 2, 1, 2, 3. Anybody from group Three, Philippians 2, 1, 2, 3. Philippians 2, 1, 2, 3, from group 3. Anybody from group 3? Yes. Yes, brother. Philippians 2, 1, 2, 3, it says, Therefore, if there is any consolation in Christ, if any comfort of love, if any fellowship of the Spirit, if any affection and mercy, fulfill my joy by being like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord, 
of one mind let nothing be done of one mind let nothing be done through selfish ambition ambition or conceit but in lowliness of mind let each let each esteem others better than himself thank you brother so we all have to be together okay so we talked about love we talked about joy we talked about how to remain in god okay so if group number 4 can read john 15 4 11 anybody from group number 4 john 15 4 to 11 yes don't miss the opportunity of saying reading the bible in the church please john 15 4 to 11 anybody group 4 Yeah, group four. Do you have Bibles with you? Yes, thank you, brother. But I think others should 14. also participate. Okay, it's okay. Go ahead, please. Abide in me, and I in you. Yes. As a branch cannot bear fruit of itself except it abide in the vine, no more can ye except ye abide in me. I am the vine; ye are the branches. He that abideth in me. and I in him the same bringeth forth much fruit for without me ye can do nothing if a man abide not in me he is cast forth as a branch and is withered and men gather them and cast them into the fire and they are burned if ye abide in me and in my words and my words sorry abide in you ye shall ask what ye will and it shall be done unto you Herein is my father glorified that he bear much fruit so shall he be my disciples as the father hath loved me so have i loved you continue ye in my love if ye keep my commandments ye shall abide in my love even as i have kept my father's commandments and abide in his love these things have i spoken unto you that my joy might remain in you and that your joy might be full thank you brother so jesus christ said his father has loved him and he loved his father and then he loves us unless we are in love with jesus christ we won't be getting the fruits we'll be the like like the vines where they take off the branches and put in fire we don't want to be there okay so we talked about peace we also talked about god leaving the peace with us he said my peace i give you i do not give it to you as the world does so don't let your hearts be troubled don't be afraid so first choose to rejoice in god and who he is second bring all your worries fears and concerns to god in prayer third fill your mind with god's truth and fourth choose to think about the things of god and thank you we talked about patience we don't see much patience in this world today not even in the church maybe part of the reason is our life is very fast 
we are a kind of a different new culture. But Christ has given us everything so that we can be patient like him. If you are patient, you can put up with any circumstance and other people, even when you are severely tried. Patient people display endurance, long-suffering and perseverance. And again, God is patient because he is for the many. He wants to wait till everybody is given a chance to get a visa into the kingdom of God. But some people think, it is too late, 2,000 years, is he going to come? I don't want any of us to lose heart because he can come anytime. So what about kindness and goodness? Kindness and goodness are closely related. Together, they present the picture of one who not only possesses moral goodness and integrity, but also generally expresses it in the way they act toward others. The goodness in action reflects God's kindness and goodness towards us. So what about faithfulness? To be faithful is to be reliable or trustworthy. For the Christian, this is faithfulness specifically to the Savior who redeemed us. Now, uh, I'm sure many of us re remember um, Moses talking to God. Right? So when Moses was walking, he recognized there is what? What did he recognize? What did Moses recognize? Dear brothers and sisters, when Moses was to be anointed to take up God's work, he walked and then he saw a bush, a green bush, in fire. Okay? So he was walking, he was not running. So somebody advises us, please walk, don't run. That is it. Slow down, breathe deeply, and open your eyes, because there is a whole world right here within this world. The bush does not suddenly catch on fire. The fire was there all the time. Because Moses was walking, he could recognize. Don't run. Slowly enough to see it, and when he does, he takes off his sandals. Not because the ground has become holy, but because now he became aware of the holiness of the land. What we read in today's bulletin is very similar to what I'm going to say. Efficiency is not God's highest goal for your life. He does not want you to be busy, busyness. Or he is not looking for you to get many things done in one day. Or speed, or successful. He wants you to walk with him. If you walk with him, you can see the bush fire. You can recognize where God is. This is the invitation for every one of us today.
every day, in every conversation, interaction, event and movement. Please walk, do not run. And in doing so, you will see a whole new world within this world. Thank you.